Hello there, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds weekly WordPress newsletter. This is number 117. It covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 1st of June 2020 and it was published on Monday the 8th of June 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley and a few bits of housekeeping before we begin. I always fail to remind people about this, so I'm going to do it right at the top. The first thing I want to say is that we have our regular live version of this news bulletin. I'm joined by some notable WordPress people. This week it's Paul Lacey, Miriam Schwab and Ben Townsend. We start at 2pm UK time. You can find that at wpbuilds.com forward slash live or in the wpbuilds Facebook group, which is wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook and you can join in make some comments it's very light-hearted we do tend to wander off a little bit but it's a lot of fun so like I say that's 2 p.m. UK time each and every Monday and we'll try to cover the topics that I'm about to cover now the other thing to mention is that on Wednesday this week, that's the 10th of June, I have a UI UX session with Pete Chineri. If you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash UI, there's a form on that page and you can fill that form in if you would like uh, Peacher to have a look at your website from a UI UX perspective. She's obviously very knowledgeable in this area and always drops a load of useful information, lots of things that I absolutely didn't know each and every month. So come and join us, make some comments and just generally learn a little bit more about UI UX but like I say fill out that form if you'd like us to look at your particular page. The other things to mention are the regulars. Go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Sign up to our newsletters. Possibly join our very, very polite Facebook group or join us on your favourite podcast player. Twitter feed and all of that sort of stuff is on that page. The other one, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. It's a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the year, 365 days of the year, those deals are on there. They're searchable, filterable, and they've they've always stayed there. That is to say, every deal that I've added, I've kept on there. Very, very grateful to all the plugin and theme developers who've offered kind, kind coupon codes for our WP Builds listeners. The last one is wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. If you would like to have your WordPress product or service put in front of a WordPress specific audience, a bit like Kinster and AB Split Test have done this week. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinster, who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH and 24-7 expert support. Try a demo free for 60 days at kinster.com. Want to set up your A-B split test in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. The best part? It works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. You can check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. And we do thank our sponsors for helping us to put on the WP Builds weekly WordPress news. Speaking of which, let's get into it, shall we? Each week we divide our news up into different sections, and each week, if there is any, we start with WordPress Core. And we have one piece for you this week, from Sarah Gooding in WordPress Tavern, an article entitled WordPress Names 5.5 Release Leads Plans All Women Release Squad for 5.6. So there are two versions of WordPress scheduled for 2020, the remainder of it. 5.5 expected to land sometime in August, and 5.6 expected to land in December. Now 5.5 is going to be led by Matt Mullenweg with the assistance of Jake Spurlock and David Bomvold. 
There's also a whole bunch of other people who've been named as the tech and design leads for the editor media and accessibility and documentation and so on and so forth. So that's really nice. But the, the big news here, I suppose, is that the 5.6 release scheduled for December is going to be entirely comprised of people who identify themselves as women. She started this idea about probably nine or ten months ago. She wished for this to be a thing. I seem to remember her tweeting late last year. And yeah, she's managed to pull together a team entirely made up of women. So this will be really interesting. Now, it does say that there are 50 people involved. You can click on a link in the article that I'm linking to, and that will send you off to the, the release lead squad page. The group includes women who have volunteered to participate first by joining ride along the, the ride along process for 5.5. So in effect, I think that means staring over the shoulders of the 5.5 release and then obviously preparing them for steering 5.6 into the future. So this is really exciting news, really a, a brave new direction. And I think this is absolutely exactly where we want WordPress to be heading. The next section is entitled Community. I have a bit of a confession to make here. You're listening to this on Monday and during the weekend, so Friday, Saturday of last week, WordCamp Europe, the online version of that event, took place and I'm expecting that you're probably thinking, well, where's the news about WordCamp Europe? Sadly, the the way that these are scheduled, I record these on a Friday, so I recorded this before WordCamp Europe actually took place, so really unable at this point to be in a position to say what happened and what it was like. I apologise, that's just the nature of the way that this is recorded. However, uh, we have Miriam Schwab who recorded a talk for WordCamp Europe. She's going to be joining us live, as I said earlier, on Monday's news. So hopefully we'll have a, a long chance to chat about how WordCamp Europe went. I'm sure it went swimmingly. I wasn't exactly sure where to fit this piece of news, but it's gone into the community section. I feel that's appropriate. It is Review Signal's annual WordPress hosting performance benchmark survey. Um, and it is, like I said, an annual thing. They produce it each year, but it's very specific to WordPress hosting. Now, I'm simply not going to be able to do it justice because the benchmarks that they carry out and the companies that they involve leads to a huge amount of data, lots of tables and charts and things like that um, and results and you've got to pour through it at great length but I do know that quite a few of the people that are in this community kind of really obsess and get into the nitty-gritty of hosting. One notable mention to add is Patrick Gallagher and his Gridpane company. They were on the podcast a little while ago. They've dropped into this survey for the first time and they did really really well so congratulations to Jeff and Patrick over at Gridpane. Sounds like um, sounds like you've been pushed right up to the top of this uh, and that's really commendable. Very well in, done indeed. I would suggest that you, you go and have a look for yourself if you're thinking about moving host and making decisions regarding that. The next one that I've got for you is over on talkmag.io. It's the founder of Ocean WP, a very popular WordPress theme, Nicholas Lecoq. And he has written an article entitled Freemius Releases Weekly Free Videos for Every WordPress Business Owner. Now, obviously, Nicholas, with a thriving theme, has a very viable business. But the beginning of the article is him explaining just how difficult this journey was. When he began, he makes the claim that he was quite introverted. He doesn't really enjoy going to live events and so on and so everything that he found out he found out all by himself he said that in those times there was far less 
information out there. So it was really a process of trial and error. And he believes that he made a few missteps along the way and discovered things by accident that work really well and equally discovered things to, to his cost when they didn't work out so well. And so this really is leading on to a new YouTube series launched by Freemius called Experts Corner. And the idea is that they're going to produce a video every two weeks about some aspect of managing your kind of WordPress business. So it says every two weeks for a whole year, we'll be releasing a new video focused on a single topic covered by experts sharing their tips, insights, and best practices based on their actual business experience. So there's a whole bunch of people that we've probably all heard of. We've got the founders of uh, Visual Composer, founder of WPMU Dev, founder of Mail Poet, Matt Medeiros, who's been on this podcast several times from the Matt Report, and various others. So what I would say is this is maybe a YouTube channel to go and visit periodically, maybe bookmark it and come back every once in a while and see if something has been added in there. But it looks like a, an ambitious endeavor, 25 or so videos coming out over the next year. The next section is plugins, themes, and blocks. And we have a new plugin called Mission Control, spelt C-T-R-L. And Justin Tadlock has a piece entitled Blockify the WordPress Dashboard with the Mission Control plugin. Now, this seems to be something that Justin really likes. We had a few weeks ago, Justin writing about Nick Hamsey and his sort of brilliant brand and some of the fun, ridiculous things he was doing with blocks, fun things that made all sorts of interesting eye candy, shall we say, on your WordPress pages. Well, now he's decided he's going to turn his attention to the WordPress dashboard. Now, there's many third-party plugins that have done this. Many have done that with plugins like Elementor and Beaver Builder and so on. This takes a different approach. We're going to now be building our dashboards with this plugin's help with the Gutenberg block editor. And the idea is that when you install this plugin, it removes all of the default dashboard widgets and anything that you create in the new custom post type uh, called boards will appear as a possibility to put in the dashboard. So this could be a simple piece of text with a nice bright red background to alert your clients to something that they ought to notice, maybe a deal. It could be some videos. The idea though is that you could put anything that could go into a block onto the dashboard. Now he's taking an interesting approach with the pricing. He's doing a, a an update based upon the update cycle. So he's on cycle version one at the moment and for $29 you'll be able to get version anything for version one and then when he flips over to version two you'll have to pay again so it's more like a kind of a, it feels like a, a mac or a windows app or something like that rather than a typical wordpress plugin with an annual subscription but it's 29 dollars at the moment for unlimited sites looks really good justin really seems to like it he sort of says to himself i'm kicking myself really because i should have thought of this myself you could put an rss feed in there he is doing a, a few blocks of his own he's going to be adding a world time block a dictionary thesaurus block, a notes block, and a weather block. But the idea really is you'd build the blocks yourself and put anything in there, videos, pieces of text, and so on. So yeah, go check it out. Click on the link in the show notes to find out more. So the last one that we just mentioned was all about kind of tidying up the dashboard for WordPress users. Well, this is in a very similar vein. We mentioned it a few weeks ago, but now there's a much more in-depth article about it. This is Beaver Builder's Assistant plugin. Now, they, it has nothing to do with the Beaver Builder page builder. So if you're an Elementor user, you could still be making use of the Assistant plugin. And the idea is it's a plugin that will enable you to achieve a whole load more without having to flip into 
the dashboard. And so Tom Rankin has an article entitled An Introduction to Assistant and Why Developers Should Be Excited About It. So he goes into great detail. He shows screenshots of what it's like, how it works, what its feature set is, and so on. He makes the point that it's completely free and open source, so you can do anything you like with it and you can build on top of it. And that's the point, really. This is supposed to be a platform for other developers to hook into and to utilize to make the Assistant plugin more and more useful over time. And then he goes on to really just show five different things which he's found to be useful um, from using it. So, for example, he says making minor content edits to post pages and templates is done really straightforwardly. You can view, edit, duplicate, mark as favorite or trash posts. He then says it's really good for viewing the media um, attached to different pages and, well, spread throughout your site. So that could be videos, audio, documents, and so on and so forth. You can view, copy URLs, edit, and delete media, uh, all in this little panel which pops up, which is fabulous. He says you can carry out thorough comment modera moderation from the front end. So you can just pop it up wherever you feel and moderate the comments. You can organize content and improve communication via labels. So you can set labels with different colors to various things, a bit like you can do in the Mac Finder if you've used that feature, and you can perform updates quicker. So all in all, he's very excited about it. I think it's a fabulous plugin. It really does remove, in many cases, the need to go to the, the WordPress dashboard to do anything. Most of what you would like to probably achieve on a day-to-day -day basis can be done with the Assistant, but it's nice to have it all written up by Tom in this one easy-to-read article. I've got a new plugin for you this week, which is quite nice. It's called Mailhawk, and it's from the guys over at Groundhog. They've decided to put together a plugin to take on the burden of getting emails delivered. So Mailhawk is exactly what you would expect. It's a kind of like, hopefully, a high deliverability email service. It says Mailhawk is the best choice for WordPress sites sending email, marketing email, password reset emails, WooCommerce emails, new account emails, and more. They say it's got lightning Fast delivery, email validation, email log, bounce management, delivery analytics, black sorry, blacklist management, domain authentication, and custom email templates. The the pricing I'm not 100% sure about because it's brand new. I don't know if it's going to be in flux, but as of this exact moment, it's about $15 for their basic package, which allows you to have up to 40,000 emails a month on three sites, and it goes up beyond there. But it looks really nice. I know that a lot of us are using um, Groundhog, so obviously they've got a bit of bit of a back history in sending out emails and so on, and obviously they wanted to take this all in-house. So it looks really nice, everything done inside a, a WordPress website rather than having to do this via a third party service. This is the final one in the plugins, themes and blocks section. And I've had to take a screenshot of this because I think this comes from the inside of a dashboard and you've got to have an account for it, but it's nothing um, that you would not be allowed to see. And it is just to say that Gravity Forms have put together a roadmap. Now, my experience of Gravity Forms is that it, it kind of feels like, I could be wrong about this, it feels like they've taken their foot off the development uh, for a little while. I haven't really seen much popping up about new features that they're adding and so on. And I see that there's quite a lot of rivals in the space who are accelerating their development. So perhaps that's the purpose of this. Anyway, I've got on the screen, if you click on the link in the show notes, a screen grab, and it shows some of the things which are planned in the near future, or at least under consideration. So it's things like supporting more conditional logic in surveys, updating posts, so that's advanced post creation, uh, exporting 
entry notes, form embedding, and a whole bunch more. Things like coupons, uh, a, a slider field, so you can choose a minimum and a maximum, might be good for pricing or something like that. Multi-currency support, support for AMP PCI compliance, recapture version three, and various other things. So I think for a while, maybe they were the incumbent winner, the default winner. If, if you wanted a form, everybody just went to Gravity Forms, but maybe that's changing a little bit and maybe they feel that they need to explain to their customers more about what's coming down the pipeline. So anyway, click on the link in the show notes. If you've got a Gravity Form account, then you can check this out for yourself in the back end of your own website. The next section is deals. I've got a few deals. They're all carried over from previous weeks, so there's nothing particularly new here, but there's a, a lifetime deal on the Amelia Booking plugin. You can get 40% off GiveWP, lifetime deal on WP Reset, lifetime deal on the If So plugin for showing dynamic content on your website, 20% off Link Whisper, Pobla for $39 for life, Quotas $49 for life, and there's a Happy Forms lifetime deal, $49. Click on the link in the show notes. But like I say, nothing new this week. The next section is security. Very light touch on this one proper article and then two sort of summative articles. So the first one is on WordFence, an article entitled Large Scale Attack Campaign Targets Database Credentials. And this is something that happened a little bit uh, earlier, maybe a week or so ago. So between the 29th of May and the 31st of May, WordFence, the firewall blocked 130 million attacks intended to harvest the database credentials from 1.3 million sites by downloading their configuration files. This is obviously a potential catastrophe. And so the article explains, I love these WordFence articles because it explains kind of how it happened and how they detected things. It's a very quick read, actually. It shouldn't take more than about three minutes to read. But if you're interested in how this kind of attack might be perpetrated and some of the things that you might want to do to mitigate that, then go and read that. The next one is um, an article from iThemes. They have something new within their iThemes security suite. It says, new, protect your WordPress website with the iThemes security site scan. Um, so they've got this new site scan feature, which they've added in. Uh, I can't quite tell what the difference is between this and the old site scan, because certainly I've been able to click if, if I've installed this or had this installed in a, a website. There's always been a button in there. So I'm presuming that there is some ability to maybe go for a bit of a deeper dive. Anyway, there's a video which I did watch, um, which in, shows you how to enable all of this and what the site scanning actually involves, how you can perform a manual site scan, what the site scan looks like in action, what the kind of vulnerabilities it checks. So it's looking at plugins, themes, and WordPress itself, and how to enable this to happen um, automatically so that things, vulnerable things are patched without you having to lift a finger. So if you're an iTheme security user, you definitely want to go and check this out because it's something new that you can enable. But um, if, if you're like me, you might be a little bit confused as to what's changed. The last one over on WebArcs is uh, an article. It's their summation of what's happened during this month. So this is June 2020. It's one of these articles where you can just quickly flick through and see if something that you've ever installed is is on the page. And if it is, you probably want to stop and have a little bit of a read. There's a whole bunch, maybe a two dozen or more different plugins highlighted. So go and have a quick quick flick and um, and see. I don't have any jobs for you this week, but as always, if you come across a WordPress job, please let me know about it. I will then announce it in the podcast. But yes, nothing this week. So I'll move right along and talk about the 
blatantly self-promotional WP Builds bit, I did a podcast this week with my good friend David Wormsley. It was episode number 182 and it was all about office versus home working. Which do you prefer? Has COVID-19 and the enforced lockdown meant that you've suddenly had to work from home? Perhaps you prefer that. Perhaps you've always worked from home and now see this as something that everybody should be doing. Anyway, we debate it from those two different sides. What are the benefits of having an office? Because clearly there are many, but maybe what are the benefits of working from home and which would suit you better? So yeah, go check out the WP Builds podcast for that. That's all I've got for you this week on the WordPress side, but please don't go away because we always have a section entitled Not WordPress, but Useful Anyway. And there's a few pieces for you this week, many of them related to space, (laughs) but the first one not. It's a piece entitled Automatic Invest 4.6 Million in New Vector, creators of the Matrix Open Standard for Decentralized Communication. So exactly that. Automatic, the the company kind of behind the WordPress project, has given 4.6 million to this company. The idea is that they're creating this completely open sourced standard for messaging. And obviously at the moment, many of us have been forced to use platforms, maybe ones that are proprietary, uh, things like Slack or Microsoft Teams or something like that. But the idea is that this would be built out and then we'd have an open source way of implementing these things. You could build your own company's infrastructure on top of it and you'd have complete oversight into what that meant and what it was able to do. The idea is that it enables things like team chat, file sharing widgets, video and voice calls and so on and so forth. So yeah, it looks really interesting. The The, the point is that Matt got interested by this because of the, the sort of intellectual moral Uh, sorry, the intellectually and morally pure way in quotes, he said it has been uh, built and laid out. And also the fact that probably a lot of people are getting dissatisfied with data breaches and the way that their personal data is handled. And so if companies can build their own version and handle their own data, maybe that's maybe that's for the better. This week, a new plugin came out. It was hurriedly put together as a way of offering support for the Blackout Tuesday or the show must be paused hashtags. The idea is that you would like to display your solidarity with the the current the show must be paused movement. This was something that was put together by some senior directors of marketing at Atlantic Records. They were trying to sort of disrupt the work week to hold the industry at large accountable for the benefits that it receives from the effort, struggles and successes of black people, to quote the article. And so WordPress developer Phil Johnston threw together a plugin which could be deployed to simply black out the web page and display a simple message of solidarity. You can download it. When this article that I'm linking to was written, it was unable to be downloaded from the plugin repository, but now it can be. And if that's something you would like to display on your website as a mark of solidarity, go and find it and see how it works. You're going to need to be a lover of ancient history to enjoy this one, but it's an article over on The Guardian uh, telling us that ancient DNA is offering clues to puzzles of the Dead Sea Scrolls, say experts. Now, I'm not going to profess to have any great deep understanding of the contents of the Dead Sea Scrolls, but it's interesting that they've decided that they're not just going to look at the, the content of the text on the Dead Sea Scrolls, they're also going to see what the DNA is contained within the actual material that the that the the scrolls are made up of and so they've examined these most of them were sheep 
Um, so they were written on sort of sheep hide, but a couple of them were written on cow hide. And that suggested that they were from farther away because the area around where the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered is not suitable for the husbandry of cows, apparently. So there you go. Just by kind of looking at what the material is made of and the DNA of it, they were able to draw these conclusions. Many more conclusions came out, but uh, I just thought it was absolutely fascinating that the DNA from you know many, many thousands of years ago could still be used. There was enough DNA in there to determine what what fragments of which animal it came from, and so on and so forth, and to draw some draw some conclusions about it. If, like me, you like getting your camera out and shooting videos in the highest resolution possible and taking pictures, you'll have run up against the problem of running out of disk space. Well, maybe that's going to be a thing of the past. We've got an article on PCMag.com entitled Next Gen Hammer Platters Promise 80 Terabyte Hard Drives. Well, so these are the platter disks, the rotating disks, which we are probably familiar with. They're sort of being replaced a little bit by SSD drives, but still they're a viable thing and it turns out they've discovered this kind of heating technology the idea is this hammer which is heat assisted magnetic recording they apply heat whilst the the disc platter is being created and it allows it to be more receptive to magnetic effects in effect it allows it to store more data Apparently, Seagate are going to be shipping 20 terabyte hard drives later in the year, but the technology opens up the possibility, they claim, to bring that right up to 80 terabytes on a little three and a half inch disk drive, which is utterly remarkable. It won't be too long until, you know, maybe you have a small collection of these in your NAS box or something like that, and you've suddenly got yourself a petabyte of hard disk storage. Surely more than enough for 8K recordings well into the future. I have absolutely no idea how this one snuck in, but it's just really interesting. It's on a website called bigthink.com, and it's about scientists who've made a, mag a magnet which is so strong that it blew itself up. That's a little bit of a simplistic way of viewing it. But go and check out the article. You'll understand more. This is a, a magnet which is able to produce, well, was able for a very tiny period of time to produce 1,200 Teslas, which is a, a measurement, allegedly, of the, the magnetism of something. Now, this is 400 times stronger than an MRI, which, you know, if you go anywhere near an MRI, you've got to take all electronics off, otherwise it'll destroy them. Or they made it, and apparently there are some really interesting side effects of this. It says you can, if you can manage to achieve this and keep it going, you'd be able to observe the motion of electrons outside the material environments they are normally within. So we can study them in a whole new light and explore new kinds of electronic devices. So as always, you know, out of something seemingly bizarre and unusual, maybe there is some real science to be done. Anyway, it's a very bizarre situation. They built this machine knowing that it would probably destroy itself, and yet they built it anyway. And there's a video right at the bottom where you can watch it in a heartbeat blow itself up in a in a highly pink explosion, which I wasn't <laughs> expecting. So go and check it out. Just very peculiar. The very last one for you this week is over at popularmechanics.com, entitled The Big Boy Fusion Reactor Takes a Big Boy Step. Now, this is just a testament to the crazy lengths that humans will go to to produce unbelievably difficult science. So this is something called the Big Boy Fusion Reactor. I honestly hadn't heard about it before. It's got a proper name. It's called the International Thermonuclear Experimental Reactor, and it's a fusion project in France. It's a gigantic assembly. And honestly, go and look at the, the photo. 
it's like a shopping mall and it's just it's a tokamak reactor and the idea is that over many many years starting in 2025 it will heat up to temperatures approaching that of the sun so that nuclear fusion can take place which is different to the nuclear fission that we we currently use for uh, creating nuclear power and uh, weaponry and so on and the idea is that this would produce large amounts of electricity or should i say energy um, which could be turned into something like electricity now who knows whether or not it will produce more than it puts in but honestly the endeavor the lengths that people will go to this is one part this one part which was installed uh, over the last week is a 1200 ton base which took 10 years to create quite why it took 10 years i don't understand but nevertheless there it is so this is just something interesting i remember years ago getting very excited about the large hadron collider at cern this feels to me like a, another equally interesting project that over the next few years will will no doubt be in the news telling us all sorts of fun things that we didn't know about well in this case producing energy well, there you go. Don't tell us it's not eclectic. What a strange bunch of news. Largely WordPress, I'm sure you'll agree. And then tagged onto the end some very peculiar stuff. Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed it and that you got something useful out of it. I'd certainly appreciate some comments. Each week, it's very nice when you people do comment. Reach out to us in our Facebook group or at wpbuilds.com forward slash contact and let us know what you think. Or you could just comment on the article itself. The WP Builds Weekly WordPress News was brought to you today by Kinster. Kinster takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools, such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part, their expert team of WordPress engineers. They're available 24-7 if you need help. You can try a free 60-day demo over at kinster.com. And A-B split test. Do you want to split test your WordPress website in record time? The new A-B split test plugin will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, really anything. The best part is that it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. Check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay, join us on Wednesday so that you can watch Peter and I discuss some UI um, from user-submitted websites. If you don't make that one, perhaps we will see you at, on Thursday for the podcast. And you never know, if you're listening to this on Monday, we might be joining you live in the WP Builds Facebook group or over wpbuilds.com forward slash live for our weekly live version. Like I said, this week, I'm going to be chatting with some notable WordPress guests. So come and join us and hopefully we'll see you soon. Bye bye for now.